0: Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Brenna Thompson, registered and licensed dietitian, and this show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company specializing in life-changing nutrition, education, and counseling. Every Saturday, we bring you information on how eating real food can change your life. Joining me this morning is registered and licensed dietitian Joanne Rideout, And Licensed (laughs) licensed Nutritionist (laughs) Leah Wetzel. That's a tongue twister. It is. (laughs) So between the three of us, we see clients in our North Oaks, Wyzetta, Maple Grove, and Mendota Heights locations. So before we dive into today's topic, I know we've got a great uh, success story to share. Yeah.
3: Yes. On Thursday, this is Joanne. Good morning. Good morning. I, um met with a client actually she she walked up to me after I've done teaching on Thursday night which was with a great success story um I met with her 2 weeks ago and based on her symptoms we figured out that she probably needed to be gluten free and um she was very happy to report that she had lost a pound a day over the next 12 days wow oh my gosh so that I thought that was fascinating yeah. and and that's we don't typically see that quick a weight loss, and, and we shouldn't, but that's a really big indicator that there's so much inflammation. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. right. So
3: it was really nice. And obviously she's not going to continue at that rate, but it was really nice to see that much of inflammation go away.
4: And what did she, did she talk about how she was feeling?
3: She was feeling great. She I said bet she was. was. She said within three days, she was jumping out of bed, lots of energy. So yeah. it was oh, really, cool. really exciting. And she was pretty I fatigued before. I love hearing before. those great success stories. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Especially when it happens so fast. And it's just And that is the case you know, mm-hmm. with some people. It was for her. Right. Yeah.
0: Amazing.
3: Definitely. It great.
4: It
0: makes you kind of happy of what you do, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It makes me feel like it's all worth it. Right. What an inspiring story. Now, for today's topic... We're going to be discussing nutrition to prevent osteoporosis. Right,
4: right. And according to the World Health Organization, osteoporosis affects
3: more than 75 million people in the United States, Japan, and Europe. And people living in those developed countries have a 30 to 40% lifetime risk of experiencing a hip or vertebra or risk fracture. So, Brenna, I know you have... um, this topic's very near and dear <laughs> yeah, to your heart, right. <laughs> and you have a topic that's important.
0: <laughs> well, it sure is. As a high school cross-country runner, I experienced four stress fractures. Wow. wow. Yeah. That's they, a lot. It, um, the last couple, I could just tell by my stride had changed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that things were not working right. Um, so along with those four stress, stress fractures, I also broke my thumb skiing. Wow. <laughs> and then added two broken toes in college along with a broken wrist. And then just to top it off, decided to rack up another stress fracture after running a half marathon in 2009. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Lots. That's so a lot. It is too many to have before you're <laughs> late. Yeah, and, in very young age. Yes. Young. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Especially when it's not as if they were huge, major, you know, like a car accident yes, or something. Right, right. Like this is just yeah. physical activity. Exactly. Yes.
3: Mm-hmm. So that's more fractures than most people have in their lifetime. I used to run also, but I never had fractures from that. Lucky you. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I did more moderation. <laughs> I think so.
0: <laughs> so it definitely is more than most people have in their lifetime, but I'm not the only one in my family who has had weak bones. Both my mom has had at least two fractures and was diagnosed with osteopenia when I was in high school. Mm. Mm Hmm. And I know she did take like the Fosamax or Boniva for a while, right? And then they came out with all the
3: warnings. Did she have (laughs) any (laughs)
0: side effects from it? Not that we know of. (laughs) No, Um, she didn't take it for very long. And my grandmother, so her mother, has also had at least two broken bones as well. Yes. Right. Wow. So. Eating foods to
4: support your bone health is
0: very important to you. Very, very important. And it's just one of the reasons that I stay motivated to eat the weight and wellness way. Right. You know, in all of us, right? Exactly. Because we often
4: say that 90% of our health is determined by our diet and lifestyle and only 10% coming from our genes. So what do you think has contributed
0: to your family's weak bones? Well, I believe a majority of it comes from the low-fat, low-protein, and low-calorie diets right. that all three of us have eaten in the past. And mm-hmm. that's what you were eating at the time of all these fractures. Right. Oh, my gosh, yes. yes. Yeah. Yep. And restrictive diets just do not supply the nutrients that our bodies need to build and maintain strong bones. Right. And um, you know, when we say restrictive diets, it's not just like the calories, the proteins, the fats that we talk about, but it's also all of the other minerals and right. those little Vitamins.
3: micronutrients. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And also to help people understand why restrictive diets don't su- support bone health, it's important for people to understand how bones are made and maintained.
4: Right. And people often believe that to build strong bones, we, mu- we must drink enough milk or supplement in with calcium. I hear that all the time when yep. we talk about maybe when you cut out dairy they're like, "Well, how am I going to get my calcium, calcium for my, my calcium. bones?" Yep, definitely. Right. However, bones are made from a lot more than just calcium.
3: Yep, many minerals, not Mi- just calcium. Right. Yeah. The official term for the bone-building process is bone remodeling, which makes sense. Our bodies are constantly breaking down old bone tissue and then rebuilding or remodeling it. Right.
0: Kind of like a house. It is. It is. Yes. (laughs) So the remodeling process involves cells called osteoblasts. And the way I remember that is that osteoblasts build bone. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. So blasts build. And these are the cells that direct the building phase of that bone formation. They secrete a substance called type 1 collagen. And it's this collagen which creates the bone structure that we are typically familiar with seeing on an X-ray. Right. So if people have gone in for an X-ray and or you just pull one up or you see it in like um, the ER or right. on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. <laughs> and you see that skeletal outline. It's that collagen that you're seeing yeah, right. pop up on there that looks white. And these osteoblasts, not only is, do they help secrete that substance, that type 1 collagen, but they also secrete something called osteocalcin, mm. which increases the bone's absorption of calcium. Interesting. You know, on the other hand, osteoclats are cells
4: that direct the demol- de- demolition of uh, phases by telling old bone when it's time to go, mm-hmm. right? Yes, so we, yeah. we constantly, through our whole life, our bones are constantly turning over Building new bone and getting
0: rid of the old bone. So we have strong bone.
3: Yep. Exactly. That's right.
0: And osteoporosis occurs when weak bone structure has been built due to a lack of vitamins, minerals, protein, or fat. Right. But it can also occur when the rate of bone breakdown happens faster than what the osteoblasts can rebuild. Hmm. So it's kind of like the osteoclasts are working in overdrive. Right. Mm -hmm. And those
3: osteoblasts just can't keep up. Right. 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 So that is just like remodeling a house. So if the structure is made with brittle wood or not enough screws and nails, sooner or later, we're going to notice the cracks in the walls as things begin to to crumble and fall apart.
4: Right. And recent research is pointing to more and more of the importance of healthy fats in the diet to be supportive of bone health.
3: Yes, Finally, right. in the past couple of years, the mainstream media is finally getting on board right. <laughs> with, what, with what we've been teaching for several years, for many years. We've been like teaching decades. nutritional weight and wellness eating for 20 years now. Right. Fat is good for us, but yep. it needs to be healthy fat. It needs to be olives, avocados, butter, nuts, coconut oil, and even real mayonnaise. Mm, yes. Love the mayonnaise. Yes. Right.
4: And... Even though all of the fats you've just listed are healthy, a meta-analysis from 2012 reported that people consuming the greatest amount of the omega-6 fats had a significantly elevated risk for fractures compared to those consuming a diet high in the omega-3 fatty acids. Foods high in omega-3 fats include salmon, sardines, egg yolks from pastures raised chicken, meats from grass-fed
3: cows, and walnuts. That's good. Yes. All great fats. Right. So if we were following the nutrition advice from the 1970s or even the 1990s, how often would we have eaten those higher-fat foods? Probably not very often. Right. Probably not. Right.
4: Right. No. Time to go to break. It is break time. All right. So you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Leah Wetzel, licensed nutritionist. Do you have a bad case of the Mondays? (laughs) (laughs) Thinking to yourself, I'll change my diet on Monday. But what happens when Monday comes around and you don't do what you need to change? To help you out, we are starting our six-week weight and wellness series. This is coming up um, this week at our offices. These amazing two-hour classes teach you how foods affect your body. Not only will you learn that carb connection to weight gain and fatigue... But you will also learn that healthy fats reduce inflammation, can relieve aching joints. Classes will be held at our St. Paul office on Monday nights at 6, Maple Grove on Tuesday at 6.30, Lakeville on Wednesday at 6.30, Thursday night in Wyzetta and Mendota Heights, and I'll be teaching that class. And (laughs) next Saturday morning at 9.30. um, Is that that in in St. Paul? St. Paul, yeah. To sign up or for more information, visit our website at weightandwellness.com or call our office today at 651-699-3438. Welcome
0: back to Dishing Up Nutrition. Here's a few words of wisdom for you today by Rob Wolfe, weightlifting coach, Journal of Nutrition and Metabolism editor and author. He says, don't let perfectionism be the enemy of the good. Yeah, that's Interesting. Good. That's, yeah, that's a great quote. Don't let perfectionism be the enemy of the good. Right. What yeah. does this really mean to us? Well, at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, we understand that life happens. We know that birthday cake, Easter candy, and too much popcorn at the ball game Happen. Right. Yes, yep, they, they do. It's just called life. Yes, right. <laughs> but if you're making changes for the better by eating more vegetables, avoiding the drive through, and drinking more water, then don't let perfectionism be the enemy of the good. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's so true. That's mm-hmm. very important. So it might not always sound like it, but even we nutritionists enjoy an occasional treat. And we certainly didn't learn to eat real foods in balance overnight. That is true. Yes. Yes.
3: (laughs) We have bad habits in our
0: past. We do. (laughs) Exactly. And sometimes they sneak up on us, too. (laughs) But now, if you feel like you need help just stocking your pantry and your fridge with real foods, join Brittany Thomas, registered dietitian, next Saturday at the Lakeville Cub Foods for a grocery store tour. So she's going to walk everybody through the aisles... And tell them what to put in their cart. Right. And what how, to look for on the labels. Exactly. How to avoid trans fats. Mm-hmm. How to corn syrup, the hidden chemicals.
3: Yep. Where Those, the healthy fats are. Where, yes. Hey, exactly. And are best. Right.
0: Now, to sign up for that grocery store tour, just give our office a call at 651 699 3438. But if you've got questions today about food, nutrition, supplements, your bones, all of that, give us a call in studio at 651-641-1071. You know, I could say that I, you know, back in the day when I had lots to
4: change in my life, you know, as far as to learn about healthy foods, how daunting and overwhelming the grocery stores were, I really wish I would have had this service exactly. back yeah. then to kind of navigate me through the stores. You know, once you find those particular healthy items that work well for you, then it's, you know you just go back and you know what to get. But that first mm-hmm. run through can be yeah. challenging. So that's yeah. a great offer. Uh, it is. I think
3: that would be a great thing it's, for any of our clients to It go really would. It's kind, kind of, of learn a lot.
0: Yeah. And relearning mm. those brand recognition because it's so, you know, and studies show that like people just go into the store and they buy the same brands over and right. over. Because they get into that habit. And
3: then you always get thrown for a loop when they stop carrying your brand that you're looking for. Yes. And that happens. So then you have to figure out a new one. Right. Exactly. So Cool. All right. So we were talking before break about the remodeling process, and that involves cells called osteoblasts. So these are the cells that direct the building phase of, of new bone formation, and they secrete a substance called type 1 collagen, and that creates the bone structure. So that's what we normally see in an x-ray, as Brenna was Mm -hmm. talking about. Yep. They also secrete osteocalcin, which increases the bone's absorption of calcium.
0: Right. It's like it tells all the cells in there, hey, we need more calcium. Right. Soak it up.
3: And then the osteoclasts are the cells that direct the demolition phase. So we've got both rebuilding and a little demolition going on. To just help keep our bone stru- structure very strong.
4: Right. And it's really interesting, cl- you know, you tell clients that your your bones are alive and they're constantly remodeling. I mean, oftentimes there's thoughts that your your bones are what they are, um, that they don't change throughout your life. And to, they, do. they do. They do. And to know at any stage of your life,
0: you can create healthy bone. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's never too late. Exactly. Nope. Right. And so we were talking about healthy fats. Yes. Because we love our healthy fats. We do. And how they support our bones. And research reported in the Journal of Clinical Endocrinology and Metabolism found that people instructed to follow a Mediterranean diet high in fruits, vegetables, beans, and fish, while at the same time avoiding processed meats, fast food, and sugar, had significantly higher levels of osteocalcin, hmm. the substance which tells our bones to absorb more calcium. Right. When they also added in an extra three and a half tablespoons of olive oil per day. Interesting. And, interesting, yeah, that is yes. Interesting. Just that specific three and a half tablespoons of extra olive oil per day. And they followed them for two years and compared them to a another group following the exact same diet. But instead, this group was instructed to eat an extra serving of mixed nuts per day. Wow, that's Mm -hmm. interesting. It's still healthy fat. Yes. So still healthy fats, but the olive oil had a stronger effect on increasing
3: that calcium absorption. Right. That's great. So it's hard to know if we need to consume an extra three and a half tablespoons of olive oil each day to experience the same osteocalcin boosting effects. Right. But why not just do it? Um, it's probably worth it if you have osteopenia or or osteoporosis. Right, definitely to really try and increase your consumption of olives and olive oil to three and a half four tablespoons a day. Right, mm-hmm. and then other all, fats. Also the other fats because yeah. we want to do about six, six tablespoons, tablespoons a day for most people.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know what? We have a caller then in line that has a question about healthy oh, fats. Fat, fat. awesome. All right, let's take it. March. Thanks for calling Dishing Up Nutrition. You have a question about coconut oils?
2: Yes, I do. Um, I was talking with a friend of ours um, yesterday and we've taken the nutritional weight and wellness courses. Oh, great, good. um, And we really got into using coconut oil a lot. Yeah. And I mentioned this to, to my friend. He said he was interested in nutrition. And he subscribed to this nutritional nutrition action newsletter, and he had read just the opposite that coconut oil was bad for your heart, and so he sent me he sent me the article, but I did notice that it was written in two thousand thirteen okay, but it supposedly was. Um, some research that was done in Cornell university and, um, also in, um, let's see.
1: And also there's a lot of uh, research
2: in the American journal of clinical nutrition also. Mm -hmm. Um, and it said it, it kind of unequivocally says that, um, Coconut oil can be bad for your heart, and that disturbed me because there's been heart, heart problems in my family.
4: Yeah, and there's actually been a lot of research done, kind of proving the health benefits of coconut oil. On the flip side of that, I'd have to look at the specific research they did and what types of coconut oil right. they used, because uh-huh. the the type of coconut oil we promote are you know the healthy forms of you know the expeller pressed or cold pressed mm-hmm. versions. Right. If it's the a organic. hydrogenated form of coconut oil, if it's which. which you know, 50 years ago when we were told we shouldn't have the saturated fat and we shouldn't have coconut oil based on bad forms of, you know, hydrogenated trans fat version of that coconut oil. But, you know, I can tell you, I've looked at a lot of research saying how beneficial coconut oil is for your heart and for your brain uh, right. and for your brain. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, I can only tell you my own experience and, you know, I've seen this in clients too, that incorporating in coconut oils really improved my cholesterol. Yeah. Um, you it know, did for I, me
3: too. Right,
4: right. Mm-hmm, that, yes. Uh-huh. Um, all those markers they look at for right. heart health, um, my, you know, incorporating more saturated fat like coconut oil has really only benefited my
0: health. Definitely. So I would say the same. So. Right. I think it's um, there's always two sides to a story. Yes, And yeah. I'd also look at what are these people eating their coconut
2: oil with? Right, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yes. So on this um, on this subject, um, I went on your website and I sent in a link to it. Yeah, great. Mm-hmm. So uh, hopefully and that you'll would, look you know, at you, it.
4: Right, and we often would respond to that to kind of see it, sure. look at that, and tell us what we would. You know, look at that, and mm-hmm. in, in our answer to that, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I think one okay. of the main
3: things with that question is the look at whether it's the organic coconut oil or whether it's the refined and or they're hydrogenated, hydrogenated. hydrogenated. Very yeah. and hydrogenated because yeah. yeah. that they're two very different things. Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, is thank you for that your that call thanks. this morning,
3: Marge. Okay. Have a good day. All
4: right. Great. Bye. Bye. All right. Great
3: question. That was a really good question. Yeah. Yeah. Very good question.
4: So where were we here? We were talking about olive oil right. before we yes. were talking
3: about coconut oil. And,
4: and so we have coconut oil, olive oil. What are other healthy
0: fats that we want to be consuming?
3: Avocados, nuts, butter, right. seeds. Yes. yes.
0: Um. Lee and I were talking cream. this morning. We're getting into some of the red palm oil. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is great. Yes. Another yeah. healthy, mm-hmm. healthy fat to be but consuming. And even
3: cream and sour cream for most people work. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Great.
0: But I think we probably need to think about going to a break here. Yes, 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 you're right. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition.
4: We understand how frightening it can be to get diagnosed with osteopenia or osteoporosis. Well, eating a balanced diet of real protein, fats, and vegetable carbohydrates is your defense. I frequently recommend clients to take a supplement called Pro Bono. You know, this is a high-powered multivitamin that contains highly absorbable forms of calcium, magnesium, and strontium, minerals which help increase bone density and bone strength. People who get yearly DEXA or bone density scans, orthomolecular guarantees that pro bono should increase your con- um, increase your and stabilize or improve your bone density for your next test results you can pick up a box of pro bono in any of our offices or order online but if you have questions for us today give us a call in the studio at
1: 651-641-1071 If you
4: want to feel better
1: you want to have more energy you want to sleep through the night feel less achy improve your digestion and your moods Look at nutrition. Good nutrition can change all of those things, and the educators at Nutritional Weight and Wellness want to help you. They do this with their weight and wellness classes. It's a series of six classes. You can learn so much about your body and how to properly fuel your body. Did you know that poor nutrition is related to more than 90% of all health conditions? Learn how to properly run your body. The educators at Nutritional Weight and Wellness can help you through the weight and wellness classes. Right now, if you register with a friend or family member, you'll each get $25 off. Classes are taught at Nutritional Weight and Wellness offices and many other locations throughout the Twin Cities. Call 651-699-3438 or go to weightandwellness.com to find a class near you. Welcome back to
3: Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Joanne Wrightout, registered and licensed dietitian. So I want to share some recent research from Columbia University. This shows for the first time that when expecting mothers gained excess weight during pregnancy, they increase their risk of their child becoming obese by age seven by 300%. That's wow. fascinating. Yeah. That's huge. So many of our clients feel that they've been overweight or insulin resistant since they were very young. I know I feel that way. And now we know that's very possible. The mother's diet plays an important role. Mm -hmm. So if you're trying to get pregnant or are already expecting, consider setting up a nutrition consultation to learn how real foods can support your body and your growing baby. So to schedule an appointment, call the Nutritional Weight and Wellness Office at 651- 699-3438. Or if you have questions, please call us here today at 651-641-1071. Great. So before
0: we went to break, we were talking about how olive oil can help support your bones' ability To absorb calcium, right? So really interesting connection there. And I will say that after reading that research, I did increase my olive oil consumption, just (laughs) to just a a little bit to uh, support some calcium absorption there. Right. Using it on my salads or drizzling it on some veggies at dinner. You know, I think that's a great application for it um, because it's a fragile
4: oil. You know, so you don't want to you know be frying with it Mm -hmm. or roasting at high temps in the oven, and you really want to know um, you know when you're buying your olive oil what to look for when buying olive oil it's important to look for extra virgin this means the oil is coming from a first pressing of the olives and contains most of its nutrients as we know the more you process a fat the more it damages right (laughs) you want to consume any fat in its most natural state because then our body responds really well to that right I, you know, I also make sure when I buy my olive oil that it's bottled in a dark blue, green, or brown glass bottle because mm-hmm. excessively high heat and even too much light, like sitting on the grocery store shelf and having it exposed to light, can damage olive oil because it's really fragile um, and reducing its beneficial nutrients.
0: Exactly. And, right. Um, just another study from 2011, researchers found that older men whose diets were high in monounsaturated fats had better vitamin D absorption compared to men whose diets were high in polyunsaturated fats. Right.
3: Yeah, that's interesting. So monounsaturated fats, those are the good fats that we always talk about. They're found in olives and avocados. Yep. And they're much, much better for you than the polyunsaturated fats. Those vegetable, corn, sesame seed, cottonseed and grapeseed oils. Right. And I know
0: that's one that a lot of people are trying to use these days. And yes. it's just, it's a really unstable fat. Right. Yeah, yep, right. that's right. Uh, vitamin D is a fat-soluble
4: vitamin, so that's meaning that it needs fat in order for absorption in the small intestinal tract. So, you know, but now we know that the right kinds of fats also impact the absorption. Absorption, Right. And I think we have a caller. We do. We have another caller on coconut oil. Rachel, thanks for calling Dishing Up Nutrition.
5: You have a question for us?
4: Yeah, actually, I have two questions.
5: Sure. Uh, The first one is is that I've been um, thinking about starting to use coconut oil. Right now, I just use either butter or uh, olive oil. Yes. And I'm just curious, um, I guess, if you could just Tell us quick exactly what kind we want to buy, and then what uh, I since I'm unsure of the taste. Like, can I use it also um, like on steamed vegetables or like yes. with um, yes. like frying eggs? Because we yes. eat a lot of eggs yep. for breakfast,
4: I guess. And <laughs> right, any and all of the above. Right, yeah, <laughs> it's a really stable fat, so I use it a lot in my for cooking methods. Yep. Um, you know, I love it on veggies. It, yep. You know, I do. It, I use it for stir fries as the because it kind of ha- holds at high heat. Um,
5: I let, you it know, does, so it's not going to burn like an olive oil, right?
4: You know, I would okay. say that you know you could get it. You know, I usually, um, you know, medium, medium high heat. I usually use coconut oil for on the stove. It can hold at you know four hundred degrees in the oven. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just a kind of a classic kind of monitoring what whatever fat you're using and you're cooking with. If you're getting a smoke point on the stove, then that's too hot for that particular oil. Right. Um, but coconut oil usually, you know, it I stands hope. up pretty well. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah, I just, I always say the more solid a fat is, the more stable it right. is, right? And it can a great hold a higher temp. Yep, yeah, that's right. Yep, yeah.
4: and you know it's solid, so it can be kind of hard to. Uh, if you if you have a recipe and it's using a liquid oil and you're trying to do the equal parts for that, what I do is when I turn on my stove or my oven, I put the coconut jar on my stove so it kind of liquefies a little bit, mm-hmm. and then I just use that, you know, as far as equal parts for cooking purposes, and you can then use that to coat your veggies.
5: Yeah. Okay, and then what do you want to look for specifically when you're buying the coconut oil to make sure you're getting a quality one? Um, Again, you want to look for, like,
0: virgin or extra virgin unrefined coconut oil. Right. Okay. And organic is always great, too.
5: Okay. And then my other question was, um, what do you guys feel about, uh, like, the blood type um, diet or advice for, like, blood type uh, for your body's absorption or or specification of certain foods? Um, I guess I have a B-plus blood type, and I'm lucky enough because my husband and children also do. So if this would be, if you guys think that would... I, or, do you know anything about that, or have you heard of that? Yeah, like, I've eat, heard like, of
0: it. Yeah. specific food? I I've heard of it. I've kind of looked at a little bit of it. Um, the gentleman who wrote the book, kind of had some of his research a little backwards, um, especially from the anthropological aspect of it. I'm what I like about it is that he promotes real foods for everybody, yes. but yeah. I I don't really agree with yeah. a lot of it. You know, and I've had clients that have
4: been that were. Following that for periods of time and not really finding health benefits fully. Yeah.
0: Um, The one thing he got right was that he removed wheat from all the blood types. Right. right. And that's why a large number of people just feel better on it. Yeah. Yeah, So that's true. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. B plus one of the things that says eat a lot of rabbits. I thought, well, Easter weekend, I would have. Um, (laughs) have.
0: Eat your uh, rabbit. Yeah. You know, I say eat a variety of foods. Right. You variety. Know, all meats, all yeah. fats, fruits, Veg- veggies. veggies. Yeah, and you're good. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for the question. Thank you. <laughs> bye Bye-bye. Now, besides olive oil... Right and coconut, coconut oil, oil, coconut oil apparently this like morning. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: um, there is another fat that we often talk about that is good for our bones, but in a very different way. Right, and I'm sure our listeners can't guess what it is.
3: <laughs> Could it possibly be butter? <laughs> oh, it might be. <laughs>
0: right, you're right, Joanne. But it's not just <laughs> butter; it's really all dairy fat. It's the fat from full fat cheese, whole milk, cream cheese, sour cream, and full fat yogurt. Mm-hmm. Dairy fat is also, you know, as with butter fat and
4: grass fed cows, it's really high in nutrients called vitamin K2.
3: Yeah. Vitamin K2 is important because it helps to activate the osteocalcin we were talking about. Right. And remember osteocalcin, we were talking about that earlier, the substance that tells our bones to absorb some calcium. That's right. Right.
4: And as I mentioned, it's only found in the dairy fat from the grass-fed cows. So eating fat-free cheese or skim milk will not supply our bodies with vitamin K2. A K2 deficiency has also been shown to increase a person's risk of developing fractures. Isn't that interesting? That it is. is. So we're all, you know, a lot of people eating low-fat, you know, with probably potentially issues with bone density thinking mm-hmm. they need to get their calcium in or in doing the low, low fat, fat dairy ver- versions yes. we getting that k2
0: which is
2: important yeah. that was mm-hmm. missing
0: now knowing all this now it's easy to see how a low fat diet can lead to osteoporosis without enough healthy fats from like salmon avocados and olives We might not make enough osteocalcin to help our bones absorb calcium. And Leah's telling me we have to go to break. We do. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know,
4: at the beginning of today's show, we discussed how collagen forms our bone matrix. This protein is not only important for bone building bone but it also supports our hair, our skin, our nails. Unfortunately, there are very few foods that contain collagen. But when we come back from break, Brenna will discuss one way you could get in more collagen into your diet. We'll be right back. So cold,
0: Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition, a show brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. I'm Brenna Thompson, registered and licensed dietitian. To get more collagen into my diet and to support strong bones, I enjoy making my own bone broth by simmering chicken bones or Mm -hmm. beef bones. Yes, delicious. That's great. With lots of vegetables in my crock pot for a good 24 hours. This process breaks down the collagen in the bones and releases it into the water. We have a great recipe on our website, weightandwellness.com, as a part of our bone-building chicken and wild rice soup. By replacing the chicken bones with beef bones, you can easily make your own beef stock, too. Right. It is yeah. delicious it is in great. soups, sauces. Leah, you were having soup for breakfast. I was
4: having some bone broth this morning, yes. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Do you know, it's even good as a warm beverage on a cool spring morning. It is, right. Yes.
4: Yep. Yeah, and I, I recommend it a lot for clients that are looking for helping their
0: bone density.
3: Absolutely. Right. Yes. And that's gut great. healing. And gut healing as yes. well. Yep,
0: that's great. So now knowing all this about healthy fats and our bones, um, you know, we we know that we need to eat more fats to prevent osteoporosis. And similarly, if we lack enough vitamin K2 in our diet by avoiding all dairy fats, we will not be able to activate our osteocalcin either.
4: Right. So, or if we cook with and eat damaged fats such as vegetable, soybean, or canola oil, we will not absorb vitamin D correctly.
3: Yeah, that's really interesting, too, because many people are using canola oil. Yes. Mm -hmm. As a healthy fat. Definitely. Supposedly, So we we do spend a lot of time turning that around. Yes. So also many clients I work with are often, often amazed at the amount of protein that we recommend. Yes.
4: Yes. I think all the weight and wellness nutritionists find that people today do not eat enough protein to support their metabolism,
3: their brain health, and their bone health. So, Brenna, you mentioned that you believe your family's poor bone health may have been from diets that did not contain enough protein. So what does a low-protein low protein diet look for it like? Well, when I
0: was in junior and senior high school, I used to eat what my mom often ate. Because, of course, I wanted to be just like her. <laughs> right. So for yeah. breakfast, that meant half a bagel with peanut butter. Lunch yeah. was frequently a fat-free yogurt and an apple and a hummus sandwich. And then, yeah, I know. Delicious. (laughs) So supper was often really the only time we ate any appreciable amount of meat, such as ground turkey or maybe some grilled chicken.
4: Yeah, and that's pretty common for people, right? They really have their protein at dinner. Yeah, Yeah. right. Many people might think that peanut butter on your bagel or hummus on your sandwich was protein, right?
0: They often tell us that. Yes, but in reality, (laughs) those are fats and carbohydrates. Mm -hmm. Yep, they sure are. And my low protein diet did not satisfy my hunger or my chocolate cravings. Right, (laughs) I frequently had to buy a Twix candy bar at the uh, a la carte line. Of course, yes, Yes. (laughs) just to help fill me
3: up and it certainly didn't help me build strong bones. Yeah, right. That's true. And in the past so many people were afraid to eat enough protein because they were afraid it would make them gain weight. I remember teaching nutrition during those years and I always taught two decks of cards but we know that's not enough. And per per day, we're two t- decks for two, a day. Two decks of cards per day. Right. So that would be the size. So that would be two to three ounces twice a day. And that's not that's enough. What, like, and what is enough? We now we talk about at least twelve to fourteen ounces for women. Right. Mm-hmm. So and that would
4: be what? So how would what would be an example?
3: So about the size of the palm of your hand. Yep. So mm-hmm. about okay. four ounces of protein three per times meal. Per, per meal, meal right. three times a day, and then two ounces of protein at snacks additional two more times a day. Right. 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 So we need a lot more. We do. Also, a lot of people were told that too much protein would actually cause them to develop osteoporosis, but we know that's not true. What does the research say, Brenna?
0: (laughs) Well, as always, in 2011, the Journal of Nutrition reported that a diet high in meat protein has no adverse health effects on bone health. Right. And this
4: study compared a low-protein diet where participants ate 61 grams of protein per day versus another group eating about 118 grams of protein per day. We often recommend that our clients consume about 80 to 100 grams of protein each day to help them support their
3: metabolism, again, and their brain health. And yes, we know the bone health. The bone health. Right. Yeah. And the reason the protein supports bone health is because it tells our body to make those osteoblasts, which we talked about. That Those, in turn, make that very important osteocalcin. Right. So all this protein
0: doesn't mean that we want people just eating steak, eggs, and bacon. Because to really be healthy and to build strong bones, it's also important to eat plenty of vegetables. Correct. Yeah. Eating three to five cups of dark green vegetables each day, such as
4: kale, spinach, collard greens, broccoli, arugula, help ensure that we are consuming adequate amounts of magnesium calcium and phosphorus minerals
0: which are very important for strong bone they sure are and i see we have a question about dairy yeah well uh, should it. we take that right.
4: hi thanks for calling Dish up nutrition you have a question for us today i do
2: great um just a second i'll turn <laughs> um i wanted to know how people who can't eat dairy get k2 that so
0: that's a tough one um there's like one or two sources one is natto which is a fermented bean paste <laughs> um oh so no. don't Please foresee a lot of that. us eating that your best bet if you can't do any dairy including like butter or ghee I cannot cannot um is to do a supplement
4: right and maybe a combo
0: of sub- um, sometimes they have vitamin D with k2 yes and yeah. I know we have a liquid in our offices Right. Which yep. has the D, I think yeah, they're drops and it's a D plus K two. So that's probably gonna be your best option.
2: Okay, and what was the other food that you said? It's have called
0: Nato N A T T O.
2: And it's a bean paste?
0: It's a bean paste, yes.
5: Yeah, okay. I have heard of it. Okay. All right. Um thanks. thank you very much. Great, You're welcome, thank, thank you. you. Mm. Bye bye.
0: Do we have time for another caller You share? know, maybe a quick call. We have a call on olive oil. Okay, let's take it.
4: Hi, thanks for calling Dish Nutrition. You have a question about olive oil?
5: Yes, I was wondering um, if you could really quickly, sorry, I missed all the details of like the best olive oil to choose. But yeah. beyond that, also, they have those places where you can go and get like infused olive oils and vinaigrettes. Can you, is that olive oil as good as if it's in a dark container? And I'll just hang up and listen. Okay.
4: Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. So things you want to look for on the, you know, as far as uh, quality, you want it to be like um, an unrefined or or extra virgin. Um, Sometimes they'll say like first pressing or cold pressing. Those are all indications that it's really not that processed. Um, And two, for olive oil, you want to make sure that it's in a dark bottle. So we talked about any sort of dark um, coloration of the bottle helps to sustain it and, and prevent it from being damaging from light and yeah.
0: those olive oil and- The if you're going to like the oileries yes. where they have the flavored olive oils as far as I know those are good quality right Um, me too so yeah. yeah you can go there and get those not a problem yeah now I know we were kind of talking about like yes we need some protein right we need lots of vegetables leafy nice. greens are great yeah mm-hmm greens. Yeah, because that's how we're going to get if we're not doing dairy like that one caller, those leafy green vegetables is where we're going to get a lot of our magnesium, calcium, phosphorus. And instead of say pasta for dinner, yes. we're going to yes, serve up maybe a grass-fed beef steak with a heaping side Heaping, heaping side. (laughs) Very big. (laughs) Massive. Half the plate. Yes. Broccoli, asparagus, um, kale. Kale. Side salad. Spinach. right, Right. Lots of veggies. And then top those with butter and olive oil for a really good bone-building meal.
3: Right. That's great. I also like to use coconut oil. Oh, yeah. 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 Great. Another one. So that's great advice. And we hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Yes. Um, So I know we've got Easter coming
0: up. We do. Tomorrow. Um, You know, just kind of thinking ahead of what people could serve. As kind of like a really good bone building meal. I would think the chicken and wild rice soup.
4: I know. That sounds like a fantastic. That's actually, I'm making that this week. Are you?
0: Yeah.
3: Absolutely. (laughs) Delicious. I love
0: that. that. And that's on our website, right? It is on our website. Right.
3: Um, yes. A lot. Of, another thing you can do with the with the Easter meal is make something really great, like roasted vegetables, as as kind of a great new side. Right,
0: and,
4: and then and we
3: even could even include use, the sweet potatoes in that.
0: We could include the sweet potatoes with some <laughs> coconut oil traditionally, or right. some butter. Yes, yes, yes I
4: think yes. so. So there's ways you can make that
0: Easter meal a yeah. really healthy, balanced, bone building meal with a mm. lot less sugar. Because the one thing we didn't touch on today is the fact that. When we are eating too many processed carbs, right. when we're eating a lot of sugar, like I used to, um, that actually pulls these minerals, like the calcium, the magnesium, the phosphorus, It pulls it out of our bones and makes them weak. Right. So, right.
4: Well, thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Happy Easter. Happy, happy Easter.
1: Life, I love you. All is Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this
4: podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. The content and opinions expressed are those of the
0: hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease.
1: Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.